Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of Lipstick, Lattes, and the Lord. I am your host, Janine Freeland, and today one of the things that we're going to be talking about is overcoming emotional hurdles. A lot of people struggle with mental health issues, depression, um, anxiety, you name it. There's so many different things that will hinder someone from moving forward in their life and accomplishing the different goals they want to. Um, I've had that issue myself. And I was starting to, I guess you want to say, fall back in the same place that I was um, a few months ago, just based on some instances that have been going on in my life. Um, Not some that I really want to speak on too much right now but it's just been a lot of different situations that have happened um and like I said I had to pick myself up dust myself off and say okay you know Janine you have to keep pushing forward and doing what you were doing um I was stagnant in a lot of the things that I had started to do and the places that I was getting better and a lot of that had to do with um I stopped spending as much time as I had been with God. I wasn't um, journaling like I had been before. I wasn't praying or reading or just like I said, just just having that quiet time where it's just me and him um, to help me to get through those things. And I understand that not everyone um, deals and copes with things in the same manner, but, you know, those are just the ways that I deal with it. Um, And it was just that I was feeling so drained and so tired from moving and everything else that was coming at me. And I'm still dealing with a lot of those things. But again, I had to sit down and take some time and say, okay, let me let God give me the rest that I need so that I can push forward. Um, and I think that the best thing is that we can't deny when we're having these problems and when we're struggling because it only makes it worse. And if you have friends, you know, or people that you, people that you know, and you notice that they're, they're, they're different. Um, there's something that they're not themselves, you know, check on them. And, you know, and if someone comes to you and they speak to you about something, that they're that that they're going through or that they're struggling with, you know that person doesn't always want to hear oh it's gonna it's gonna be okay. Sometimes sometimes people just want to vent. Sometimes they just want to feel like that they even just have someone to open up to, because, you know ultimately. We know that things will be okay, um, with most situations, but sometimes, uh, with with a lot of things it's unknown you have no idea what the outcome is going to be and you don't want somebody to just be like oh it's, it's it'll be okay don't worry about it like some 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 people just I'll compare it to when you see people and you speak and you say hello in passing and someone asks you how you're doing when you're passing how often do you actually listen for the response when you ask someone how they're doing? 
when you're when you just cross the path, like when you just do it, because it's routine for us to say, "Oh, how are you?" But do you actually listen for the response? So if someone's telling you, sitting down, actually having a deep conversation with you about how they feel about things that are going on, are you actually listening to what they have to say and taking in how they may feel and actually considering things that could truly help them? Or are you just sitting there just because, you know, it's the right thing to do to say, how are you? Or tell them everything's going to be okay because that's just one of our programmed responses to issues, problems, depression, any of those. It's just like, oh, everything else will be okay. Oh, you know, um, it's going to be worked out. And, and like sometimes people people want a little bit more than that. So just be mindful of those things. Um, and I just would like to impart on anybody that... You know, you have to find the strength to, one, say that you're not okay. You know, if you're not okay, say you're not okay. And it's nothing wrong with telling someone that, hey, you know what, I'm not okay. Um, this is what I have going on and this is how I feel. Like, do not hold it in. Do not keep it to yourself because that will hurt you more than anything. So it's it's way better and it's, it's more helpful to anyone to actually express it to someone else. And it doesn't have to be the first person that's going to listen. It doesn't mean that you have to post it on social media. But it just means that someone that you trust and that you feel like has your best interest at heart. You know, because, and, and, and as like I said, as friends, we have to look at those people who we feel like are our strong friends, who are the ones that are always there for us because sometimes those are the people who suffer the most are the ones who are always helping everyone else and then they're exhausted and when they need help they feel like they have no one to turn to because they're always the one helping everyone else um so take care of each other take care of yourself you know the last thing I talked about was you know I talked about self-care um but like I said, depression is a huge thing. Um, it's it's so many people that are suffering uh, and are afraid to seek the help. They're afraid to talk about it, you know, where some people just, you know, and they're categorized because people don't necessarily know they're dealing with depression. So people will say that they're lazy or that, you know, they're faking and that is, they just want attention instead of actually saying, hey, you know, what well, something could really be wrong with this person. Like what it what what it what what happened? What triggered them to what triggered them to go into into this into this mood that they're in or these types of behaviors? Like though that's what needs to happen is that we need to stop making people feel bad for actually feeling bad. Like pick them up, pick these people up, help them, show them that it's okay. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to do whatever it is that you need to do to get better. If you know that they're suffering, if you know that they're drained, if you know that they're tired, the worst thing that you could possibly do is probably ask them to help you with your issues when you see that they're suffering with their own. I mean, because... A lot of times they have a hard time saying no because those are the type of people they are. They're usually, like I said, they're the ones who always want to take everyone else. And they use it as a distraction 
to avoid the things that they actually are dealing with instead of dealing with them head on. So actually turn to them and say, okay, what can I do to help you? What do you need me to do to help you feel better? Do you need me to just sit here and listen to you? Do you need me to go for a walk with you? Whatever it is that they need you to do to help them get better. Because we don't want to keep leaving people alone to deal with these issues. Because like I said, they suffer in silence. You know, you don't understand. People People will sit up here and say, um, oh, well, they seem like they were happy or they seem like they didn't have any issues. You don't know what a person is dealing with. You have no idea how many times that they have gotten up out of that bed and pulled themselves together and put on their face just so they can make it through the day. And a lot of people do that every single day and come home and break down every day. How do I know? I've done it. I've been there. There was a time where I came home every day and cried. There was a time where I couldn't even get through the work day without closing myself in my office and crying because I just felt like I could not take it anymore. That There was just so much going on that I could not deal with it. I could not function. And nobody knew that, that that's what I was doing because I never really told anybody. But there were people who knew that something was different. And there were some who would say, oh, this is not the Janine that I know. But they would keep it pushing. And they would just act like, not my problem. But then there were some who actually reached out and were like, you look like you need to talk. You look like you need you like like you like you need some like you need a like you need a day where we just go and we just do something for us. Like those the the I think the worst thing that I ever went through was thinking that nobody cared. That that there was that even though people knew that there was something wrong. And that it seemed like my whole life was turned upside upside down. It was topsy-turvy that a lot of people felt, I, I felt like a lot of people did not care. Like, and there was a time where I was completely transparent about a lot of things that I was going through because I got to a point where I wanted someone, I wanted someone to care. I wanted someone to ask me, was I okay? I wanted someone to, 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 to reach out and be there for me and, they didn't. And no one wants to feel like nobody cares about them. Absolutely not. That's that's not the way that anybody wants to feel. So, you know, like I said, it creeps up on you. And it it can hinder you. But you have to know how to shake it off. If you can, your people around you need to learn how to recognize the signs so that they can try to help you as well. Um, Like I said, it's just it's just one of those things where it's it's like it's it's people say, oh, it's an epidemic and it's happening way more often. It's been happening. It's been going on. We just chose to ignore it for years and years. 
and we brushed it off as people had attitude problems or people were, you know, antisocial or they had behavior issues and nobody looked at it for what it actually was. And so now is the time to actually set aside your predetermined notions about those things and actually look beneath the surface and say, okay, what's really going on with this person? Why are they acting this way? Because maybe there's something that I can do to help. Because, like I said, the thing I tell you is it's a scary thing um, when you feel like that there's no one there for you and when you feel like that you're you're dealing with the, so many things and you're dealing with it by yourself. Like you feel like you're absolutely drowning and that's the fear that I was talking about because, like I said, once again, coming back home from Japan and getting settled in and being faced with so many decisions at one time and trying to still be a mother and a wife and run a business and determine what I'm going to do with my future within the next couple of months, everything got to be so scary for me that I kind of got to a point where I just didn't want to do anything because it was like, okay, if I don't do anything, then maybe time will stand still and it won't hurt. It won't bother me. I won't feel so drained. Um, But it was the exact opposite. It just made it worse. So, like I said, I had to find a way to pull myself together and get myself out of it. Thankfully, like I said, I did have a couple of friends who noticed and, you know, they checked on me, um, and I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with everything one step at a time, and hopefully, I mean, and I know that everything will get better, everything will be okay, but initially, that is not what I wanted to hear, because I was afraid of what's going to happen to me, what's going to happen to my family, what's going to happen to you know, my career, what's going to happen with my business, like all of those things made me so afraid that I just wanted to hide away and not be bothered with it. So like I said, you know, sometimes we have to push past the fears, push past, you know, the depression, push push past the anxiety, push past all the things that are hindering us from doing what it is that we need to do. And just try to live as best as we can. Um, I hope that everyone who's listening got something from this today. And we will look forward to you listening in the next time. Again, my name is Janine Freeland, and this is Lipstick Lattes and the Lord. Thank you for tuning in.